0: So I do want to talk about my phone real quick, and then <laughs> we were going to talk about Twitter employees giving private information from users oh, who, to the Saudi royal family. Yep, here for it. Patreon is doing payday loans, sort of. <laughs> well, So I yep. think so, some people that is are the like, name.
1: You shouldn't say that. I think it's that's some people that's are, are like
0: know. blowing it out of proportion a little bit, but yeah, it
1: is, is a payday about. loan.
0: Oh, the John Gruber, the guy that like does oh, all the man. Apple stuff, did like a really racist thing, yeah, and then the he beach. like his apology was just sort of like, "I it's learned that you were offended." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Um,
2: Welcome to white people in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh
0: HQ trivia is <sighs> dead and maybe back again. I don't. There's been a lot of like it the company existed for 902 days. Yeah, let's talk
2: about them later.
0: Went from nothing to humongous millions of active users at once, tons of funding, high valuation and just was it sounds like fire festival happened inside that company.
2: Yeah, like it literally did the the, yeah. the person who like fucking founded that company had a wedding where they gave people bunnies?
0: That's
1: weird.
2: They got people oh, like, the it was, like this fantasy themed thing, and they, they got everyone that was invited like a costume and shit, like a tailored oh, fucking costume. Like it was fucking oh, dude. <laughs>
1: dude. As if weddings weren't so wasteful already. Like, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's just to kind of like give an, an idea how weird these people are.
1: Okay. And then the other thing we should talk about is maybe the Bezos Fund. Yes. Bullshit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bezos Earth Fund or whatever. Bezos yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> um, can I do my phone real quick before, while we're pre-show? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's like worth the time. So I sw- back on the Pixel Three, mm-hmm. even though the corners cracked. Mm-hmm. Taking oh. a page out of Freddy's book and just going to use my broken phone. Yeah, baby. Um, because it's still superior to <laughs> the block phone. I liked the <laughs> block phone. I think I made like maybe like five, five or six weeks You've yeah. using it. I don't know. Good Someone will, will go back to the episodes and correct me. But um, I was frustrated. I, w- I was like verbally frustrated about something. And my partner was like, yeah, but you're using like your potato phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, I guess it's kind of a potato phone. And it's um, beautiful. It just, it, it was getting a little buggy and it was, you know how when you have a computer for kind of a long time, mm-hmm. you kind of need to just do a fresh install and things get better again? Mm-hmm. I don't I, I, don't know that that's the case with Android, but like it definitely was a lot buggier and slower than when I got it. A month in is weird. Yeah, but no, a month that's... in is weird. And I knew that I was kind of getting like a little bit older spec hardware yeah. for what I was getting so I picked up my pixel three again and the form factor, it's just lighter and a little bit thinner. And then I started like using like pure Android 10 again. Mm. And, um, I'm pretty, pretty back on this, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I need the four and I don't feel like I need whatever comes out this year. So this might be like a really good, just like, I'll hold on to this and use it until it's like Freddy's where the back is completely gone. (laughs) Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. The thing, is, the thing is the uh, thing is yeah because I got a new one obviously. Uh, um I could have <laughs> I could have I could have like done I could have used the old, old one a bit longer. You know what's actually the weirdest thing about getting a new phone? Like my old I turned off my old phone, tur- put it somewhere, and now it's just like nothing anymore. Well that mm-hmm. thing used to be like the most important thing in my life. Yeah. Like it's so weird how that thing went from where is it to like Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know that was weird but I was thinking um, Zach um, do you think it's one of those things where um, you get the phone because of yeah, I mean you got it because of some of the features that it provides and then in the beginning you're kind of like oh I can put up with this it's not that different (laughs) and then but then in your daily day to day uh, routine those small moments kind of add up to yep. something I s st- maybe too annoying.
0: Yeah. The, the thing I really wanted with it, I mean, like, I liked the minimal custom OS, but I really liked the thing that they call the tree where it unifies all of your chat apps so that all of my conversations with Freddie, if they happen in Instagram DMs or on WhatsApp or on Telegram, they're all in one conversation.
1: Mm, that's cool. I really
0: like it in theory, but it was it would sometimes not refresh. So yeah. like I would see on my iPad that I had a telegram message from Freddie, but it wasn't on my phone yet. Hmm. And it, like the poll hadn't happened or whatever. And, you know, it, it's just like one of those things where it's like, well, if you send me a message and I don't get it for two hours, that's not really like useful for me as yeah, a
2: exactly. communication
0: and device. I- so,
2: can also imagine that it can be confusing. I don't know exactly how this works, but like when it happens that sometimes when I'm even messaging with a person on Telegram, that I am at the same time messaging the same person via Instagram because something happened in their stories or whatever. Right. right. So I can oh. imagine if those threats are all of a sudden, like in one place, that that could be super confusing.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was really nice, but. I think that I think it's one of those things that people should pay attention to and maybe it should come to Android or iOS. Like it would be a a cool thing if one of the companies would just lead the charge and be like, we're going to fix the messaging mess. I guess it shouldn't be Google because they can't do their own messaging mess. But (laughs) maybe maybe Apple could take a cue and be like, "Okay, iMessage is going to pull from all the apps on your phone.
2: Yeah, that ain't happening.
0: No, but it you know one could well, hope
2: all i want is for iMessage to just have like a fucking client that i can use in the browser at least yeah like it doesn't even have to be a native windows app i understand that that's not just a make it they some they weird just make it something just like how even like facebook messaging did that where it's you can go fresh messages and then it's just a nice interface how
1: do you say that because after moving to canada i uh have to and texts a lot because North America's really fucking weird, but uh, <laughs> um like Google has a thing called messages.android.com and it's exactly that. It's just like yeah. this really nice web app for sending texts. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I wish Apple would do that, but they don't like their website doesn't even work on iPhones still, so <laughs> that's so funny to me but it's weird
2: because it should totally be possible because like i'm still struggling with this thing that i've been talking about for a long time now where um i'm looking for like the perfect way to export uh psds from procreate on my ipad to my pc and like airdrop was flawless for this doesn't matter how big a file is it just works like it always just fucking works i told you the solution didn't i um one of the solutions that came up, I think Zach told me this one, is to use Telegram. Yes. So I, I made on. a oh so I, made, I made a Telegram um channel for myself. Where oh
1: was... yeah, you don't you don't have to do that. You save messages unlimited.
2: The it's... problem is I can't export a PSD to Telegram.
1: Oh, you have to save it to the files app and then share it. Yeah, I know. It's quite iOS.
0: Oh my god, Freddy. I know, I know everybody rolled their eyes when I said it, but I literally do this with the creative cloud drive, <laughs> whatever it's called, yeah,
2: that's on my nice. iPad.
0: I it no, I know, but it works. Like you can export from Procreate and put it in because the creative cloud shows up in the files app. So it's like one of the buttons and then it just, yeah, it's just in file explorer on my computer.
2: No, that's the next thing I need to explore. This was a really nice thing about the um, Adobe drawing apps that they brought out. There was like an actual in-app uh, button that if you clicked it on your computer, fucking Adobe software would launch with the file open. Like it was wow. seamless. Like there was a lot wrong with the the products that they brought out, which were, I mean, they were kind of like a beta type of situation anyway. But that worked really instantly. It was great. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Should we start the show? Because Owen's got like twenty minutes before. I'm so sorry. No, it's this is what we do. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast. Podcast that talks about tech and how it's shaping the world around us. This is episode. 130 and i'm one of your hosts zach grosser
2: and frederick Balti.
0: oh and williams sorry i oh didn't do the enjoying me today is. Yeah. it's because i <laughs> fucked up the episode number <laughs> thing right
2: it's, it's fine we'll, you did it you did it
0: we'll get it right eventually one day i just like that it seems original this way maybe at 200 maybe at episode 200 <laughs> we'll get it right <laughs> Well, Do you remember from episode like 80 to 90, Owen kept saying that next week we'll have a new intro and oh, then we yeah. like, <laughs> kept not doing it for like a month. That was my favorite. I was like, wait, what about the new intro?
1: I don't know. It's coming. It's, mm, it's coming.
0: <laughs> uh, Freddie and I did a whole weather thing a pre-show before we hit record. Mm. That's on YouTube, I guess. But Owen, how's the weather in Toronto? Cold AF. No, it's it's almost spring, finally. I think, but it is, has been very cold. <laughs> it's not almost spring. I'm sorry, dude. It's February. <laughs> I know, no but idea. it's going
1: to be ten <laughs> degrees this weekend, so I'll take it.
0: So I grew up in upstate New York, which is very close. I grew right. up kind of close to Toronto, and it will snow in March. Yeah, I've heard. Will be like, I thought this was over.
1: <laughs> Toronto people were like, it might even snow in May, just to you know fuck with you. So yeah,
2: this happens in the Netherlands even.
1: Uh, that's true, actually. It, it's hot that one week in, like, March in the Netherlands, then it rains <laughs> until, like, July.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, it's cloudy here, but not as cold as it should be, but really windy. Yeah. And great. It's wind. basically
2: the worst weather for cycling. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to cycle ever with this weather. That's fair. But, yeah. It's not cold, which is oh, good. Well,
1: I'm going to cycle today, even though it's negative eight, so... <laughs> You're insane, Owen. Good luck. Well, you know, I to be honest, I just like want this is the situation I have where if I bike, it'll be like twenty minutes, but if I take a tram, it'll be like forty minutes. So my math is like if I'm cold for twenty minutes, it's less time. True. (laughs) Fair enough. People at work think I'm crazy. So,
2: well, it's a twenty minute like gain. Like I can imagine that. That's that's nice.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Anyway, what happened in the fucking world this week
0: should we talk about Patreon real quick yes okay so what Patreon's doing is it's sort of like Square Capital which I just like know a lot about because I worked at Square but like Square has the the insight of a business of like this is about how much you make per month some months are better Mm -hmm. than others here's a loan we're gonna offer you let's say $10,000 and we'll take a percentage out of your monthly sales, so let's say two percent, right? Mm-hmm. So if your sales are better than normal, you're paying off your loan faster. If you're if your store is not so busy for January for whatever reason, um, we take less of your money because it's a percentage, right? So
2: yeah, if, if you
0: convert that to like APR, it's very high, but if you look at it just on like as a business owner, yeah, I want to pay when I have more money and pay less when I don't have the money. So yes, it makes sense. That's so right. Patreon's doing this where it knows you get approximately, you know, mine, for example, I get approximately $64 a month mm-hmm. on my yeah. Patreon. So they could give me like a $200 loan and then be like, we're going to take 20 bucks out for the next oh. 10 months. Yes. Because they know that there's some guarantee of money coming in the future. Now, yeah. yeah, you could like fuck up and lose a bunch of patrons.
1: The risk is way lower though. Like, it's yeah. like you're it's a payday loan because it's like it's the same concept as like your bank. Like the bank knows what you make every month. They like, yeah, it it it's interesting because we actually have something adjacent to this at Shopify as well. I think it's just the new reality is like every company. Out there, I think Stripe has something like this too.
2: But then, okay, so but then the the problem here or like the thing that people were kind of angry about was that people framed it in a way that the only reason why they do this is because they want to keep the people that invested in Patreon happy. I mean... um, And it's a hard thing because on one side, I can imagine that loads of people that are just doing Patreon, it could actually help them. Yep. But then also from like a Dutch don't take a loan perspective <laughs> yeah. um is giving someone a loan really helping them yeah so that, that's they, where i was know? thinking
1: about it is like i think there's two things at play here there's i think there's 100 percent platform lock-in actually is the thing here is like if you use patreon and you take a loan from them you're not gonna leave the platform yeah, for a you year can't leave. like yeah exactly that is the ultimate lock-in it's like I reverse SAS. like just, you're paying them
0: it's a, in the industry, they call it like stickiness. It's yeah. already a sticky product because if you want to leave to another platform, yeah, you can't just like easily bring all your patrons with you. you sure. have, this, you'll lose a bunch. This 2X yeah. is the barrier. Right? This like, 2X is, so yeah. But and I then think there's right, another thing here I would think that's important
1: to point out just really quick, which is like, I actually do agree with the like the concept a lot of like the the barriers to like taking a business to the next level is often like a really small amount of capital i'm just not sure if this is the right way to grow a business like like i know for the shopify capital whatever it is they they position it as like something where it's like in particular in like a merchant world you know if you're an e-commerce company you often need to like order merchandise or whatever and that's expensive like it's three hundred dollars to get stickers. It's two hundred. It's two thousand dollars to get t-shirts. And I think that's where they're kind of at. But I'm just not sure it's the right way to do it. Still,
0: <laughs> I well, I think it's a little bit different from like the kind of customer shop Shopify yeah. has. Well, yeah, exactly. My in my head, my mental image of a Patreon person, like user, is like an independent creator. Like they make a YouTube channel, or they have they're an illustrator. And if you're an illustrator and your iPad Pro like eats shit, and you need to like replace your iPad Pro, it's like your little live livelihood. Mm-hmm. This could be like a huge deal. Yeah. This could be like, look, I can make the money on Patreon for an mm-hmm. iPad Pro over the next five months, rather than I don't taking have it five months. Loan. Like, you yeah. don't put it on your credit card, and I think that is a really interesting
1: sell. I am just personally quite wary of how many tech companies are getting into this i think it's indicative of a lack of uh many ways to do original things like i think everybody's reaching a point where they're just flopping on services on the side
0: well i think to freddie's point this is about the venture capital industry yes saying we we, we were promised 10x you yeah, know so give we it gave us. you millions of dollars we want to make tens of millions of dollars yeah. from that you need to make more money so put people in Sque- debt these customers for more things and yeah. i think Freddie's right that like it's very easy to jump to that conclusion and i think we saw a lot of people in the patreon community jump to that conclusion mm-hmm. which just like well they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't need to squeeze money for to make a venture capitalist yeah happy. exactly and i think the truth is somewhere in between yeah like yeah they, they probably have the intention of helping people it's hard to trust Patreon at their
2: word but given everything hard that happened. That, yeah.
0: That's
1: the, I think that's the big thing. And it also made Are me you, think. Can you,
2: can you s- uh, explain uh, short what everything that happened? Me? Oh,
1: I mean, the TLDR was like, they tried to change their pricing a while ago, um, at least twice. And they were just like, it was, it was ridiculous what they changed. I don't remember any exact percentages, but it was like before they were charging like 2% and like it would bill on the day that this user signed up and then patreon was like all right starting tomorrow it'll be 19 percent and the billing is all on the same day and like also fuck you and like it was just this weird thing and they hadn't told like they hadn't asked anybody they did no research into why people were doing it that way yeah and like, I mean, they ended up having to back away from it and then secretly relaunched it a year later
2: <laughs> i mean the thing is patreon their goal is to help people, right? But they're not a charity. So I oh, can yeah. imagine that they should do something like that. But like, that doesn't really sound like the right way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you say they're not a charity, but aren't they a B Corp? No, that's Kickstarter. Oh, we should talk about Kickstarter. Yeah. Kickstarter, Kickstarter is a B Corp. It's employees just unionized the first major oh. U.S. tech company.
2: Yo, that blew my mind. How is know, Kickstarter This is amazing.
0: This how, is how not a coincidence so? that they're also a B corp. <laughs> dude, they're a B corp, yeah. Dude, and the they they sh- shared at what Kickstarter?
2: There's, no, in general, like there's oh, so many people oh, in that so industry. Many. How is this the the, the the only the first? Yeah, because That's most of these sad. companies
0: will spend any amount of money to stop this from happening. I know. Like if you, <laughs> there's actually a really good Google article about this
1: right now. Is like Google, uh, sorry, on the New York Times about Google. Like is are trying to organize a lot and like. Um, Google is like sniping, like snipe firing people who are involved. Just like, oh, you access the calendar of somebody else at the company.
0: Whoop, data security violation. Fired. Actually, they were just talking about like,
2: yeah, we've talked organizing. About it it's problematic. About
0: this. Yeah, it's super problematic. But anyway, congrats to the Kickstarter Union. Um, I think if this is something you're interested in, like follow Mike Montero on Twitter. He talks about this a lot and about the need for it and trying to encourage tech workers to do it um my favorite tweet uh, on the subject is him showing all the logos that unions create and like trying to entice designers of like look at all the new things that you can design <laughs> we can unionize more and i thought that oh was my really god funny. that's yeah. really
2: it sounds like he's trying to like this reminds me of when i was a kid my parents would sometimes like um to make me eat vegetables are they were like yeah but like now it's red uh, or like now it's pink so it's like princess colored so you'd like it right (laughs) 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 when we were eating beets or something yeah i don't know random but like wow um unionizing is very important like why i don't understand why uh, a lot of people um i mean i do understand it it's like it's it's like a whole thing and then if your company actively tries to not let you do that Mm -hmm. um but that's yeah that's really sad is i think that's a very american thing though is it
0: i
1: just watched um that american factory documentary on netflix that's so worth watching if you want to like i don't know it was very like educational about unions in america because it's like it's the story about this company um that comes to i think it's um ohio i forgot yeah, like they come to Ohio. They're a Chinese company, and to make like windscreen glass for cars, and like man, they are like the whole thing is just about how desperate they are to like not have a union. Like the guy, the senator mentions it at their like opening day, and the like Chinese investor guy is just like, "No unions, or I shut it down tomorrow. I don't even care if yeah. I spent two hundred million dollars." Like, so it's you should worth- it. you should watch that. It's very like, oh my god.
0: you you know what else I just watched that I learned a lot about unions was the Irishman. Mm. I didn't, I didn't know that it sort of centered part of it centered around the Jimmy Hoffa story. And like, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Hoffa. I mean, the, no one really knows what happened to him. The movie sort of like makes some assumptions on what happened to him. (laughs) But like, you could also believe that the U S government killed him. So, I mean, it's very plausible, but yeah, he was like, a union organizer and was anyway, mm-hmm. US is very anti-union and has been for decades.
2: A tiny tangent on the subject of Netflix, I closed my account.
0: What? Holy
2: shit. Because I don't trust Netflix anymore since they gave Granite Paltrow a fucking original Oh, series. I know.
0: That shit is really, really scary.
2: Yes, and I mean, I don't know if you dove into it a little bit, but um, it's mental really like it's it's levels of stupid that I can't even start to explain and this is a Netflix original series which means that they you know it's
1: it's an endorsement right like when I
2: yeah when I like I hate I have always like hated Goop and what they're doing so so Goop is like this company made by Gwyneth Paltrow who is I guess like a rom-com actress (laughs) right um sure we'll go with that and her her company sells stuff for women and it's all kind of bullshitty so it's like stickers to align your chakras stickers Mm -hmm. and like a thing you should put in your vagina because then everything like your whole life will be better though the material of the egg or whatever it was like porous so it's like really really bad for you and you can Mm. actually like get sick using stuff like that um, so, you know what? It's just, it's not only like bullshit, um, and everything's really expensive, by the way. It's also dangerous, dangerous. and yeah. the things that they say in a documentary, they are quite dangerous too. Like there is there is just things in there that are, I mean, they're bad. Like they 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 go against what doctors say. That go right. against what it's a lot of science say. Yeah. It's, i just don't think there's a place for this stuff in netflix mm-hmm. uh in general i don't think that this should exist and by netflix saying we endorse this we're gonna like make a show about this that has no questions in it no like there's no no one skeptical. No one's like, maybe this is weird. There's one lady in the whole thing that's kind of like, I don't know about this. When they're like shooting energy at each other or something, dumb. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Shooting energy.
2: Yeah, and like four people are like, oh my God, I feel it. And then she's like, mm, I don't know, really. And that's the only like skeptical moment in a fucking thing. That is just wrong. I think that's wrong, and it's like misinforma- m- misinformation. Misinformation, mm-hmm. and I, I almost see it in the same level as anti vaxxing
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. She's an anti vaxxer Like it's bad.
2: Yeah. So from that moment, um, after just watching other things on Netflix, I just couldn't. I just couldn't trust them anymore. I, I, I literally felt like let down, and I was like, I need, I need to cancel yeah. <laughs> again. I, this is bad. Yeah.
0: I agree, I agree with your canceling of it. It it does like make me want to be like, well we should also like not be on YouTube and not use mm-hmm. Instagram because they they do this they spread yeah. the same information True. and they have anti-vax problems. It's like literally at this point we should just be on Pinterest.
2: But the thing is, <laughs> like, for me there's a difference here because it's not like it's not like Instagram uh goes and collaborates with a known anti vaxxer and puts out mm. information that looks legit and like high produced and like very good, um, whereas I mean there is people on Instagram that promote sure. this stuff which is right. wrong. And still,
0: Instagram's algorithm presents it to more people.
2: Right, but then Netflix it, went so far as yeah. like let's dive deep into it. Let let's do the and, whole and
1: thing. Fund the project.
2: <laughs> yes, let's see. Yeah. Like that's like a different thing to me. Like that the platform some that a platform sometimes is misused by users and that they should have like done different things to avoid that i totally agree but like this the fact that they funded it is just a deal breaker
0: i agree i don't know I, i i agree with you i just think that like youtube and instagram are are equally guilty i know they didn't like go out and like, pay these anti vaxxers, but they're very responsible for the spread of disinformation. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. letting it run wild for so many years.
2: I'm not going to disagree on that. Yeah. I totally agree. We're, we're,
0: we're all in agreement here. Yeah. Um, Owen, how are you on time? I still have 30, 25 minutes. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> I was worried that we were losing you. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> we wanted to talk about Twitter giving two users. Supposedly, supposedly not, you know, following the rules or whatever, gave a bunch of private user information to the Saudi uh, royal family. Hmm. Per per the FBI, per the FBI,
1: this is this is unsurprising to me, given <laughs> that like companies like Twitter, I, I tweeted about this, but like uh, companies like Twitter. All, of, all companies have a thing where, like, any employee can log in as you without your password, like, and it's, it's like, a valuable support tool.
2: Do you remember when uh, you could do that in Facebook for yourself?
1: Yeah, I remember that. And remember oh, when I it was a huge that. data breach because yeah. of this? <laughs> <But> <laughs> for this, years. These are really powerful tools, like, and I think pe- most people assume that, like, you somebody needs your password to log in as you, but I can tell you right now, like, Twitter is shit at, like, data security. And, like, anybody at their company can just log in and look through your DMs. Like, they don't need your password.
0: Just for the people that didn't see your tweet, what you're talking Mm -hmm. about is employees at a company being able to impersonate the users Mm -hmm. of their tools. Yeah, and, like, this is
1: built into most coding, like, like frameworks.
0: So Well, and and this is lockstep with what we talked about, I think, over a year ago about, mm -hmm. like, Uber's God mode where employees could log in and see people, users in cars... Where they are live location, yeah, noma- just on their phones.
1: And you can make an argument that like these tools are really useful and powerful for support. Like it's really difficult to do support on a product like Twitter or like uh, Uber without these tools. However, like most companies don't secure them properly. Like they're like if it's an employee, they can do whatever they want. But you know what? At companies that look after this correctly, like it's not that hard to put controls in place. So like I worked at a company called Zero, which is like a cloud accounting thing. And they have this, they have impersonate, like everybody has this, Um, but in theirs, the user has to push something that says, I consent to an employee looking inside my account first. And it's just like a setting. It's like zero may look inside my account or something like that. Um, And then they can access it. Otherwise, there's no way to override it. Like I'm sure you could like go on a database, but like the average employee can't override it. It, And it doesn't even have to go that far. Just log it, make, (laughs) make your users, uh, your employees write something in a box Every time they open a profile and like flag it in a Slack chat, like this shit's basic, and Twitter wasn't doing it.
0: And most 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 companies won't. It's not a priority.
1: No, I do.
2: Twitter has like they can't even fucking ship like a simple thing. I know. Um, So (laughs) that
1: every time they do, it's like this whole thing. Like, like, look, we did one thing, and I'm
2: like, Twitter is basically a fantasy company.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they are. They're like, Like, hey, what if all the things they do.
2: All the things they do are just fantasies. Yeah, exactly. They're always just like, oh my god, we have this great idea.
1: Remember when they were like, we're gonna build an all new Twitter app. Like it's gonna be called Twitter, and like it's a prototype (laughs) for like the future. And then like it's been out for two years and nothing happened. (laughs)
0: Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it
1: literally is still out there. Like, it just doesn't... They did nothing with it.
0: I remember ah. seeing screen cuts where yeah. they'd, like... It was, give like, it cool to and me. weird,
1: and then, like, it died. Like, yeah. everything else they ever talk about. If if Twitter pre-announces a feature, you can guarantee it won't ship, basically.
0: Yeah. I I I had a lot of hope uh, once because they, <laughs> they had talked about, like, a separate Twitter DM app, and then Jack had been tweeting about using Signal, which the signal, like the whisper network or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. It's like an open source network that other companies can build on top of. So like the encryption in a different messaging app can be using that technology Mm -hmm. and, but it's open source. So there's like less chance of it actually becoming like the Facebook encryption where Facebook is one of the ends of the encryption. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really thought that we were finally going to get like a Twitter DM encrypted open source network app i like really but it's never gonna happen <laughs> imagine yeah i remember they did the they did say something
1: about this and like jack was tweeting about how like twitter even this year he was like it should be decentralized blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah and i was like he's gonna say blockchain next like it's just it's useless <laughs> honestly no comment no comment <laughs> oh man anyway it's we haven't even talked about the fact that, like, that awful thing happened with the Saudis, but, like, it just doesn't surprise me. Like, dude, I know. Like, I don't even think that's the story here. I think the story here is any Twitter employee can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And, actually, by the way, so if, by the if way, someone. The fact that they have those powers and they haven't leaked Donald Trump's DMs is even more fucked up. Oh, my God. You're like, so right. If you have those powers, just fucking abuse them then. Like,
2: <laughs> oh. No, but we have to sense it still by the the moment where a Twitter employee deleted his account.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that remember. I best. forgot that. That was the best day of my life.
2: <laughs> oh. 30 minutes or something, right? Oh, it was longer. It was like a whole Dude, hour of Donald so Trump great. being
1: deleted. And it was like, it ended up being like a low. Oh, that was that guy who quit, right? It was the guy who like noped out and de- deleted it on the way out. But you know what? That was a red flag already two years ago. We yeah. already knew that's that even employees possible, have the is... powers to delete a president from Twitter. Like that's crazy.
2: A president from Twitter delete. Oh man! Mm-hmm. So if someone from Twitter starts following you, you better just like ah, oh, they all follow
1: me, like... and every time I shit post about Twitter, like they reply at me. Oh. <laughs> I um, can I, you I, imagine trying,
2: one of I'm them like, sending really you a screenshot that? of your of of a DM with like a, a person in your Twitter. <laughs>
1: dude okay there was this actual random like storm in a cup <laughs> drama that i with a guy that i know that swapped accounts with twitter for a day it was like at twitter and this guy matt navarro who i used to work with and they like read his dms like they logged in as him and read his dms and they were like oh you've been like doing whatever and like and then was there was shit. a huge drama because they were like how did you read the dms i never gave you my password like what
0: so <laughs> okay so there's this story that was on i want to say uh one of the recode podcasts Mm -hmm. about teens that were sharing multiple instagram accounts Mm -hmm. and so that instagram couldn't figure out what a person what an individual was to target them so it would be like a teenager in germany and a teenager in like ohio would Swap accounts and so that (laughs) the location data was all inaccurate, and they Uh, would like different things and they would post pictures of each other instead of on their own profile on other people's. So they had all these shared accounts, and they just slipped this thing that if you log in on another device and change the password, it doesn't log out your Instagram account on any other device. So, like, you can literally change your Instagram (laughs) password. And even if someone's, like, compromised your account, as long as they stay logged in, it will be, like, like a period of time before it logs them out. Nintendo Switch has this problem.
1: That's so fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I actually use this app every now and then when I want to fuck with these services called Fake GPS. Uh, (laughs) And you can, like, you can pin the GPS to the wrong location. And I actually, uh, whenever I'm, like, I don't know, I just passively want to fuck with these companies, I just literally just, like put myself in Jakarta, <laughs> like whatever. And um, it's interesting just p- just how little a- they know based on that. Like you go there for a day and they're like, you must live here.
2: <laughs> or put yourself in their headquarters or something. So- oh yeah.
0: Lord, it gets some employee features. <laughs> um, the, uh, um, the browser location data um, mm-hmm. there, there's a couple different ways that like sites can ask for that, right? but you can spoof it in debug tools in mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Chrome Chrome you can go to in Chrome and change your, the like city right. that it passes through. Yeah. And that's been really helpful because like stuff like Hulu doesn't work outside the United States. Oh, so.
1: Interesting. I like that. Just a good. little
0: tip for you. Also just on that note, um, if you go to the New York times and it hits the paywall comes up, if you turn off JavaScript and <laughs> Chrome, uh, the paywall <laughs> can't
1: come up. On one hand I'm like paper journalism. <laughs> on the other hand, I use a Chrome extension that programmatically does that on news websites. <laughs> yeah, can no, you I... share
2: this news this extension with me? Oh I it? will.
1: It's called paywall <laughs> bypass.
0: You can also just do it without an extension like
1: I oh, know, but I don't have the propensity to disable JavaScript yeah, sure. <laughs> every time I visit a website. This just does it for me.
2: I mean it's not often that I need, read something from of the New York Times, but like when I do, I you know
1: just throwing it out there that you should pay for journalism, however, yes, I don't not, pay for the New York yes. Times for a very specific reason, yeah, not the which New is times. that I can't cancel. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, you have to call them to cancel What yeah. the actual fuck. Like, yeah. I don't want that. Like, I don't trust that shit. Like, if they come up with, like, a way to cancel, that's oh, not Oh, they, that.
1: they, they could come up with it, they're just not, for a very well, and- clear reason. No, oh, so, because,
2: yeah. Yeah. The-
0: Opinion columnists that they hire oh, that, too, that they'll yes. give money to is it's not worth supporting New York Times. Do you
1: want to know how much New York Times <laughs> pays opinion columnists? Because that maybe it'll make you feel better. Yeah, fifty dollars.
0: No way. Yeah, that's but like they're giving a platform to like eugenesis I, and bullshit. Oh, sure, like this. Like,
1: like kind of fucking funny, dude. Look how it's much not worth money it. we make it's every month. Worth also, here's fifty dollars. They wanted they me to write about a- Fortnite once in the op-ed section, <laughs> and they were like. Can you do it for twenty five dollars? If it goes well, next time we'll do it for fifty. <laughs> I was like, guys, what
2: the actual fuck?
0: But it's because they're the New York Times and they can get away with it. And you know what? That's messed up. This what? font, this font foundry on Twitter just like tweeted that like it finally happened. A billion dollar company asked us to give them our font for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and Lord. it's like the New York Times being like. How about $25? And right. it's like, you're a huge business. <laughs> you're like,
2: what are you doing?
0: Um, I
2: mean, I mean, at, at that point, like, I'd rather have someone ask for free instead of $25. That's an yeah, insult. Yeah, exactly. That's like, a fucking insult. Free. Like, 25 euros <laughs> is like 15 minutes
0: of what? Of my away. time. Oh, of your time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the fact that I even had to send one email was already billed for you know, it's yeah, not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. What's the last uh, thing on our agenda before I have to bounce?
0: I what forgot. was that again? I <laughs> didn't write it down. I apologize. Um, it was. Oh, John Gruber was racist. <laughs> oh
1: God. Oh, this guy is a real piece of work, and I know that he, people have are fans of him, but he has a propensity of of going after people who disagree with him or like have. Uh, like his whole shtick is like, look at this guy being an idiot. But now he's like, look at this guy being an idiot with racist comment inserted here.
0: Yeah, I think I think that there's this thing where some people elevate people to like genius status. Yeah, where it's like nobody else can do what this person's doing, but it's like not true, right? Like there's there's hundreds (laughs) and thousands of blogs, and there's lots of people that are experts. It literally the same thing this guy is you don't have to support him just like pick yeah. someone else so it doesn't matter It's this is like cult of personality thing it's yeah. like joe rogan like joe rogan like platforms white supremacists sometimes so just like listen to a different fucking podcast yeah. there's plenty of people with opinions yeah about the same shit mm, like yep. and so um, like john gruber's been given this like status of like well uh, well he fucked up but like i'm gonna defend him anyway and it's like just don't just pick Honestly, somebody else i don't want <laughs> to be that so guy many. but
1: like it's very endemic to the apple fan fucking thing like it is very much like criticize my apple homie and i will come for you Like
2: <laughs> you know what i find really hard about this whole apple thing is that um every time i'm in an apple store right they are beautiful places. Um, the one the in Toronto that,
1: really isn't, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> the
2: The thing that I oh. really always appreciate the best about the Apple Store is how diverse the people are that yes. work there. It's like an older lady. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's everyone. It's just like it feels good it to see, like, the people that they work do, there.
1: They do try on that. They do um, that very on, on purpose, purpose right? Um, they do
0: it intentionally, um, yeah. And yeah.
2: Which I can, like, I, I have feelings about that. Anyway, I think um, that's a good example, and I want to see that everywhere. We didn't
1: explain what Wait, actually happened with Google. Q- but real quick,
0: <laughs> I used to work at the Apple store, and Freddie's absolutely right. They do a really good job of hiring people from very different backgrounds, but they've gotten rid of any career opportunities to leave oh, the yeah. stores. So, yeah, that, that was
2: the there, point that I was going to make.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, then make the point, sorry.
2: Why doesn't this translate into the the, the parts where it actually matters that Mm -hmm. people are very diverse, which is the top level? Why is it only that they have this front of, like, we have this beautiful store with beautiful people in there. They're so diverse. Oh, my Lord. Well, the actual reality is that a bunch of old white dicks are sitting in some sort of ivory tower in sort of Hyperloop special, whatever the fuck, doing stupid as shit and being racist like what why like
0: yeah. you, you know all the diversity and inclusion reports that these companies publish <laughs> yeah. apple and nike both had this problem where they're like look how diverse our workforce is now yeah. don't look at it separate from retail because retail's where all that diversity is right and exactly. don't look at our executive page yeah yeah so Um, how sad
2: is it that they don't have any career options for people that work in a fucking store yeah
0: they used to be big about that really sad because they were big yeah exactly when I worked there was sort of when that transition was happening and it was sad because there were like plenty that of people like these success stories that you heard people that would come from headquarters would visit and they'd be like I used to work in this store and then just those opportunities just dried up and it was really disappointing I
2: I wonder why that is because- well, it's
1: it's pretty obvious why they got huge and the they gutted the retail business. Like the last woman who was running it was a very successful white fashion uh, CEO oh, yeah. woman who she made her career on like right? exploiting workers. Like she was trying to turn Apple into a luxury brand, and yeah, luxury that. brands tend to be shit to their workers. <laughs> um, and I think that I think that was it. Like they just treated them. Like, it's, it's very telling that the head of HR at Apple is in charge of um, the whole store arm of the company right now.
2: Yeah, so the point that I'm kind of making with, like, a very big uh, thing is um, I'm not confused. Like, I, it doesn't surprise me that a white... Old dude at Apple is being racist because put like six white old dudes in a room and they're gonna say racist okay, things. so like,
1: well, yes, yeah, so Gr- John Gruber doesn't work there, <laughs> it's just influenced by their culture. That's the thing. So, like, and I, I don't even think we've mentioned what happened, but like, he basically made a racist word play. So, like, he used this is a common trope out there is like using Asian people's names as a joke. So, like, oh, y- oh. and what he did is it was like, so there's this guy I follow on Twitter. His name is Raymond Wong. I've followed him for years. He's a very good journalist. I think he still works at Mashable. Uh, He wrote an article about the folding Galaxy Z, whatever. I don't care about these things, but it broke, like, every other folding phone, it seems like. And he, like, the article was just like, you're folding it, Wong. And, like, come on, man. Like, this is, like, 12-year-old high school shit that you're like, no. Like... Honestly, and then he tried to back away from it without even saying sorry. He edited the article first, pretending like as if it was just a typo, but it was still in the URL the whole time.
0: Ugh. Honestly, I don't know that it's worth repeating. No, on, exactly. But, um, but yeah, and it, it's not excusable behavior, especially it's, awful. If it's 2020, and someone as online as John Gruber should have known better. He does not like. Though. Yeah, I and he didn't apologize like the you know what he he, he made
1: an a quote, apology yeah like yeah. A, he backpedaled on on twitter but like if he was really sorry about it he would edit the actual blog post and he apologize. did he
0: did change the, he, changed, the, no,
1: he, edited the it, but he didn't add a note to say sorry oh, he right, didn't, yeah. like, like the lowest yeah. level of apologize is actually maybe even deleting it or like fully replacing it with an apology but of course not because he's not going to use Wait. his platform for that
2: no, it's, it's less of an apology. It would be it would even be better if you just kept it there and was like, well, that's I what I mean. Like, sorry.
1: replace it with an apology note. Don't delete it because that's just hiding behind the fact that you made a racist thing and then you, like, got a scene. And
0: <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, there's a very common practice in journalism of an editor's note that's like, yeah. this changed. We updated guess, it yeah. because previously it had a racist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, uh, you'll see that on all news organizations yeah. is like we misspoke or we misquoted and it's correct now and yeah yeah, that's the bare minimum for John Gruber to have done but is of course not. I was racist on accident or on purpose whatever I was racist and I'm sorry <laughs> and I want to make it right like just anything just I to was know. really
2: confused about who John Gruber was but he's the Markdown guy isn't he
0: yeah yeah he is I forgot about that
1: but yeah what, what do you mean he invented oh. Markdown
2: yeah.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Markdown isn't even good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As a content person, I just want to like say this out loud once. Markdown sucks.
2: <laughs>
0: Is there a way that we could make the episode of this like a pun that fucks with John Gruber's name?
1: Oh man, I, the way I, I that, that he I was trying to do. This. Yeah.
0: Oh boy.
2: Um. On another note, what happened on the internet? Eli Schiff got
0: oh boy from Twitter. For people that are not in the design Twitter realm, Eli Schiff is a racist, misogynistic shit poster who just likes to have shitty contrarian, quote unquote, takes about design, Mm -hmm. design trends and the design Mm -hmm. in tech. And he's been an asshole for such a long time. And everybody that was paying attention knew that he was racist, misogynistic, creeping white supremacist. I think he was getting red pilled on like Reddit. Like he really was a bad person and he, I've had him blocked for years. And yeah. he had a something, a post or a thread where he is the, uh, the word that starts with the letter R to talk about mentally challenged people. And uh, he finally got banned, which was
2: nice. Yeah. But I, I mean, he's well known for starting blogs to like, um rip on people that make work like mm-hmm. illustration like why I'd, i i don't know i don't care i hate well, him i and, hope he never comes back to twitter
0: well but i'm glad you brought that up freddie because his other twitter account that makes fun of illustration trends is still active and yeah. it's, twitter doesn't really deal with this well right of like okay we banned a person Okay, what about all their other Twitter accounts, or like the ability for them to just create a new Twitter account? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, it
2: makes sense because like it could also be someone else, or like a share thing, or whatever. It's hard to it's hard to police, really. I'm not but, saying it's um, an easy
0: problem, but it is a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like they should, their their policy
1: should be like you're deplatformed anywhere we can find you.
2: Because now that account is all like, "Hello, I am the intern of Eli Schiff. <laughs> oh lord. It's it's bad. It's but and also he tweets from that account. This pretty obvious, but um he's enjoying this shit way too much. So I don't want to talk about it too long.
0: Well, yeah, exactly.
2: I don't want this in the show notes either. By the way, um I, yeah,
0: deal, <laughs> easy. I didn't want to link to it.
2: No.
1: All right, I he have to. He doesn't deserve it. Can begin to log off.
0: So do we have any final? Thoughts. I'm sorry. Usually I am less caring, but you know, commute. And... Can, can, do we have like licensing for music? Can we pay for closing time or like a song? Like <laughs> As long
1: um... as you play less than 30 seconds, I think it's actually allowed. It's I was thought. wondering that.
0: I was wondering that for the YouTube stream. I was like, how yeah. much could I get away with yeah, before I'm pretty YouTube sure
1: cuts the stream off? It's like 20 to 30 seconds. That's why you hear a lot of podcasts <laughs> actually play copyrighted music, um, like just randomly in their show, because they just have to be careful about how long. Or well, they you have to use a shitty pay. cover.
0: That's why I was wondering how much it costs. Yeah. I just
1: pay for it. It's probably like five bucks these days, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Buy a lot more because yeah. they don't
0: make any money on fucking Spotify. <laughs> Ugh, welp. <laughs> all right. Uh, all, right. Um, all right. Hi <laughs> at churchpodcast.com. <Is> that, <laughs> There's a cat is, butt on the web. <laughs> <laughs> is that the URL on Hi yes. at ChargePodcast.com. Yeah, Does anyone email you there? Uh very
1: rarely, but you should if you want to email us, we'll love it.
0: Um join us in Discord. Leave us a voice message. Um this has been Say hello. on YouTube. Say we hello did a behind the scenes internet. on YouTube, which I liked that we did, and I hope that we do it again.
1: Next time I'll be on video. <laughs> it's too early.
2: Owen oh, um, was too ugly this morning. Sorry. Uh,
0: I literally, yeah, I've just rolled out of bed and I'm here I am. I would say because Owen runs the Charge Tech, Tech Twitter account, you should follow me on Twitter because <laughs> I'm going to definitely post when we do these. Ah, I'll retweet <laughs> th- you. The easiest way to find this is to join us in Discord and that's, that's where the links will be. So. Hashtag Discord. Alright. Bye. Bye Biscuits. Bye.